Welcome, friends. You're listening to The Feeling is Musical, as presented by the Snohomish County Music Project. My name is Erica Lee, and today we are talking about what is music therapy with my good friend and board-certified music therapist, V. Fansler. V is a board-certified music therapist working with children, youth, and families in transition. Additionally, with five years of clinical experience, they supervise music therapy staff and interns as senior music therapists at the Snohomish County Music Project. In the final stages of their master's in music therapy, their work centers trauma-informed care and the political nature of therapy, highlighting the ecological link between individual and communal well-being. Let's dive in. Yeah. We're going to talk about what is music therapy. This is like an everyday conversation mm-hmm. nearly for us. Um, so I know that I have my like quick definition that I give to people on a regular basis. And there's a legalistic definition that the National Music Therapy Organization puts out. Mm-hmm. In your work, how do you define music therapy or how do you conceptualize music therapy Mm. okay so I think that music therapy is founded on this basic premise that when you combine relationships and music there's a unique capacity for change so that's really super broad and not all things that involve relationships and music are music therapy but we can draw on our understandings from outside of the work to help conceptualize the work. So everyone has some type of experience that they can point to where they were in relationship with, you know, someone or with a group of people and where music has been a catalyst for something. So music is part of culture and culture is how to, part of how we be human. And that looks so different depending on our cultural context and all of that. But We might have religious experiences where music is an important factor. We might connect with friends by sharing music that we like and dislike, like sending mixed CDs when I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For those of us who play and perform music, playing music with other people is a huge part of how we even forge relationships. Yeah. Yeah, so that we, we can sort of tell from these almost universal experiences where they differ culturally and based on us as individuals, but where there's a common thread of music and relationship really being fundamental in the ways that we connect with each other and with the kind of world more broadly and even kind of spiritually and things like that. So music therapy in how I conceptualize it is just that we want to harness that power, that really unique power that comes from that combination of relationships and music. And we're going to move intentionally towards some type of individual or collective well-being. And that can look so different, but the mechanism through which it happens, which is music and relationship, is the thing that we're really honing in on in music therapy. Mm. And then uniquely, you know, as opposed to those other experiences that I talked about, in music therapy, the idea is also that you can do that 
in a certain type of contained space where you can trust maybe the expertise of the person that you're with and where you can trust the boundaries of the space to hold whatever that thing is and the intention of the space to be really directed toward whatever that type of change or well-being or growth is. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're like Googling music therapy, how do you ensure that the person that you are hiring or trusting mm. as your music therapist is trained to do all these things, to hold these spaces, hold mm. these boundaries? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I guess, yeah, also training is something that sets it apart as a field and practice as opposed to other types of experiences. Sure. So if people, you know, this is not to diss on community music or no. other types of music education, other music experiences, but in conceiving of music therapy itself, there is this sort of credentialing process that just at least gives some type of accountability and some clarity of definition around what we're talking about when we mean music therapy. Um, so in the U.S., which is where we're based, we have uh, four-year bachelor's programs in music therapy as the degree. Or if people have a music degree of another kind, you can sometimes get an equivalency degree, which is a one-year or two-year process, just focusing on that music therapy-specific mm -hmm. stuff. And then at the close of that academic work, there's a full-time six-month internship. It's 1,020 hours, so... For our interns here, that often looks more like seven months because you holidays, know, vacations, yeah, et cetera, exactly. et cetera. Yeah. So then there's a six month ish, full time ish <laughs> internship. Um, and then once you complete the internship, as long as all goes well, then you can sit for the board exam to get nationally board certified as a music therapist. Um, Outside of the U.S., there are similar types of tracks, but it's not exactly the same. And there are similar types of equivalencies to, you know, when someone says someone's name, MTBC, that stands for Music Therapist Board Certified in the U.S., and there's similar equivalents outside of the U.S. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. So for somebody that's never been to see a music therapist or witness the session, mm. what kinds of things can they expect when they go to a session? Um, music therapists do, do all sorts of things. It's so different depending on context. So The context matters. The context absolutely, in my paradigm, the context absolutely defines the content of the sessions. So... Music itself is culturally grounded in many ways, like not only in terms of ethnic music, but in terms of like all of our identities and experiences have ways that they can weave into musical content. Mm. And then the institutions that we're in or if we're based in the community, if we're doing individual things or group things, like all of that shapes what happens in the content because it's the system of all the relationships between all the people in the space and our relationships to the music. Mm. So okay, so given that, right? So what are some threads? general <laughs> things that happen in a session? People or types of activities often it actively play music. So 
Um, people might improvise with their music therapists on a piano or on orf instruments like xylophones and things like that or drums. People might sing. So active music play like that with, again, sort of intention behind it. Mm. Um, that's not specifically like to learn the instrument or perform it, but it's about the process of being together in those or, you know, processing maybe something happening emotionally in the music, things like that. So you can do active musical play. Sometimes music therapy is more like listening to a song and then talking about it. Um, and then the latter part might look more like a traditional counseling or talk therapy type of session. Um, sometimes there are things with um, the music shaping the environment that we're in. So like in a NICU, obviously we're not like, hit the drum, (laughs) (laughs) baby, (laughs) tiny child. Um, There's things that are more about how the environment shapes Mm. things like that. Um, Is is music therapy, uh, okay, say like I... I'm used to talking to mental health therapists. I mean, personally, I went to counselors for Mm -hmm. many years. For my personal issues, if I wanted to see a music therapist, can music music therapy apply to anyone? Is there something that music therapy is better at than other things? Mm. Does that make sense? Right. So I I guess in theory, music therapy could apply to anyone because – Everyone has sort of goals and things they might like to work for toward and um, communities. We as communities may have things that we want to work toward and music therapy can be integrated into each of those, at least in theory. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean that it's the best or the right fit for each person individually or even for each community. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Music therapy could address similar things to what people approach in counseling or talk therapies. And one thing that is unique about music is the fact that it allows us to process things non-verbally. So especially, we'll talk about this later, but especially since trauma impacts the brain in such a way that sometimes when we're in a mode of like a flashback or really in the moment of remembering, having a traumatic memory, the brocus area of our brain that makes words essentially turns off, right? It's not an electrical circuit, but <laughs> <laughs> it we can't really access it. Uh-huh. So the fact that we try to go to therapy and talk about our traumas to process them can be really challenging. Um, or even for, you know, for some of my clients who are younger, they don't have the verbal processing practice or capacity for that to really be a primary way of processing things that have happened to them. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but then a nonverbal way of communicating can give us access to our memories in a way that also includes grounding us in the moment or Mm. in a way that gives us different ways of communicating that might be more um, intuitive for us kind of individually or culturally again. Um, so that's one thing that can make music therapy uniquely appropriate for someone. Do you have to be able to 
play an instrument? This is like my number one question oh. I receive from people is, do I have to be able to play an instrument? Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's not like therapy for musicians only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, like, you know, there are some schools of thought that are like, all people are musicians. So in that sense, yes, you know, everyone can music, everyone can engage with music. Um, and there are a lot, there's a really expansive way, you know, we can be really expansive in the ways we think about what it means to even engage in music. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, especially, you know, with like sort of Western um, music school kind of ideas, it can be like, okay, making music means like, being a piano performer and being yeah this virtuoso playing like right. grand pieces of music and, right yeah but musical experiences are also like singing happy birthday to mark you yeah know, rituals that ring go around with the rosy hopscotch games at recess yeah like, and even moving um you know moving our bodies has music to it the social rhythms of how we engage with each other mm. have musical elements. Absolutely. The back and forth like tones that parents and babies use with each other have communicative musicality. So even when a parent's not like singing to a baby, the fact that a baby can go, eh, and the mom can go, oh. Yeah. These are all musical aspects that are harnessed, that can be harnessed in a music therapy yeah. space. I just thought of, as you were giving all those examples, I just thought of the way we give our telephone numbers. Mm. The pattern, the rhythm we say, yeah. And everybody, at least mostly in American culture, I don't know about European and other cultures, but we all do it that way. And if somebody doesn't do it that way and that rhythm and cadence, then we're like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote this paper on entrainment, which is about how it's about rhythm and how things match rhythm. I wrote it in college and there was this quote I loved that I can't remember exactly, but it was basically like that rhythm, like life is a surging polyrhythm, meaning it's like li- all of our life is just rhythms upon rhythms upon rhythms layered onto each other in ways that match and clash much more than this idea that there's like sort of some static thing and then every once in a while rhythms are layered onto it yeah 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 i like that yeah music is everywhere Mm -hmm. you're musicking whether you realize you're musicking or not exactly yeah yeah yes well thank you v so much for being here and sharing with us v will be with us for many more episodes to come i think Mm -hmm. we're recording this really early but i think quote-unquote tomorrow or next week (laughs) on the next episode we'll be talking about social justice and music therapy Mm -hmm. and we'll be back again to talk about music in the brain and a few other topics so this is not the last of v yeah (laughs) he's coming back good right now cool awesome well thank you so much for talking with us and thank you listeners for joining us on this very first episode of the feeling is musical if you would like to know more about music therapy we will include some further resources on our website at s is in sam c is in cat musicproject.org you can also follow the Snohomish county music project on all social media at sc music project and we will talk to you next time